We're going to have an old school Vocal Fry episode. Yay. And we're just going to have some fun this morning. We have two big pieces of current events news information first. I'm so excited. But then we're going to break down something else fun. Oh my gosh. I should have made her... I should have made her watch the Captain Marvel trailer, though. She hasn't even watched it? Okay. No. So, on Tuesday of this week, we finally got a Captain Marvel trailer. Okay, you would actually really appreciate the Captain Marvel trailer because she is just a, hmm, what's a word I can use on the podcast? It's She's so a very really cool fighty lady. A really cool fighty lady. Did you get that message I couldn't. There? I love a good You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. I could come up with so I completely rewrote that portion this morning kind of know it like I finished it last night because I was like I need to have something just on the off chance I have to turn it in just like it is and like he's just gonna have to accept it but then this morning I rewrote it and I'm like this is better probably they had their first music research and writing papers due today so did not like they both got them turned in that's what matters. It was just a long process, mostly because I think having never done this before, I felt like trying to write this dry. Well, I felt no, like I'm no, that wasn't. That. I don't think that was I've bad. Written, like I mean, we've written thousands. Not I'm thousands, just, but of research and just I mean school stuff. Yeah, it's more that like I knew the vague thing. It's like I told her. It's like if you said, "Build me a piece of furniture." I'm the type of person sitting here like, does he want a chair, a table? Uh, a piano, a dresser. And so I built you a chair, and I really hope that you didn't want a chest of drawers. Sarah's a little taking this too seriously. I am, and I kept telling myself, Sarah, if he wants a chair, he'll just afterwards be like, oh, well, I wanted a chair. But it was too late. I was already in it, writing it, and I just couldn't. Well, here we are. Also, I usually... um, have trouble like getting to length requirements just because mm, I tend to be yeah. very concise. But mine's actually about five pages. Blame the footnotes. Blame the footnotes. That's mine is exactly what I should be blaming. Good because mine's seven. Is, that's exactly what I want. Five pages? You said three to four. No footnotes. Oh, well, I'm just good. saying that's why it's so long. Correct. I was say get ready. That that means you did a good job. Uh, okay. Because one one of the notes that I'm going to give everybody this week is that I would rather see more footnotes than prose. Really, because good. Get ready, friend. I think... I'm, I'm ready. And honestly, like, as I was getting toward the end and realizing, like, oh, this is going to be kind of too long. Like, I probably overdid my summaries. But I didn't want to go back and delete because that would have changed the ordering of my footnotes and that would have been a lot more But boring. now with, like, the summary parts, <laughs> think of how much of your final paper you've already written. Okay, but my summary is literally, like, I cited every sentence because... I didn't think of yeah, any of that. They that, literally okay. So th- there, w- there is some art now to that. But honestly, that's how I would prefer you guys start. Okay, good. And then I'd prefer me to say, okay, because th- this, these didn't need further citations. Cool. And I hoped you used Ibid. Yes. Yes, okay, yes I did. Great. Like it was my job. Great. Well, and I okay. spent and like short notes. I'm still a big fan of Ibid. I know that there are people who have abandoned Latin terms altogether. I'm still a big fan of Ibid. Anyway, because this was, you guys had that due to this morning. It was not. Because good. we had a big week of four full subjects this Ooh. week. And I've rearranged. We had a subject back out, but I've put somebody else in for next week. Is at this the person at, that at missed? At matching times. Okay. So, so I've, gotten, I've gotten us set up that we do have four subjects again scheduled for next week. So check the schedule. Um, cool. Did we ever find out if everybody got scoped? Um, there was one individual who apparently did not, but I don't know who um, that individual was yet. Um, so there okay. was a subject that didn't, yeah. and I need to find out. I I know their gender, but I don't know any, I don't know who it was. Huh? Uh, they've That's had not a. Helpful. We've had a. Uh, apparently, our colleagues at the medical center have had a rough week. Um, for reasons that I don't want to discuss in the podcast. It's been a, it's it. been a rough week, not involving our study. 
That's it's all cool. reasons that have had nothing to do with this, but they've had a they've had a th- they're excused. Okay, it's fine. I accept. Um. Anyway, so all that to say, it's been a very busy week in Vocal Fry Land. We, of course, have not analyzed any data because we've been busy collecting it, and it's wonderful. Mm. We're already at seven subjects, complete, no illnesses that we needed to cancel for or anything like that. I mean, some sniffles and things of this nature. (laughs) We tested them. Um, I mean, sniffles are sniffles, you know. Um, If someone had laryngitis, obviously, we would not test them. Yeah. Or had the flu or had a fever. If they have the flu, they better... Or had a stomach virus. Don't don't even come here. Right. Anyway, so good news is, hopefully, if we have seven, if we get four next week, we already have double digits. So I'm hoping that after next week, we sort of have a data set. Um, And that anyone who comes in after that... I might still try to schedule a fifth individual for next week. Okay. So, um, uh, but I won't know that till later today. Makes sense. Um... And so it's possible, it is conceivable that we will be done with data collection next week. That's very, that feels weird. It's conceive. it's possible. Uh, because as these things go, once we get this deep in the semester, students just don't want to participate in these sort of things. Because they're tired. And they're getting sick, and more so exams that started this week. Like, this was literally the first week I heard students talking about having exams. And so it just hits, and... Yeah, and you're like, I don't, I don't have we go. time. So, all that to say, we're going to have an old-school Vocal Fry episode. Yay! And we're just going to have some fun this morning. We have two big pieces of yes, current events due. news information first. I'm so excited. But we're, then we're going to break down something else fun. Oh my gosh, I should have made her I should have made her watch the Captain Marvel trailer though. She hasn't even watched it? Okay. No. So, on Tuesday of this week, we finally got a Captain Marvel trailer. Okay, you would actually really appreciate the Captain Marvel trailer because she is just a Hmm. What's a word I can use on the podcast? It's She's so a very really cool fighty lady. A really cool fighty lady. Did you get that message I couldn't there? I love a good really cool fighty I lady. I couldn't think <laughs> of one that you wouldn't have to edit out because I'm really tired. Cool. I know the word you're thinking I of. like really cool fighty lady. Though. She's that, a that's... really cool fighty lady and I'm tired so my voice is cracking. Really cool fighty lady works. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome and she's gonna beat everyone up and i love it leah is literally actually backed her mic away (laughs) from her eating see michael would have wanted to be a very vital part of this conversation and eaten directly into the mic she's trying to save all of those of you who what is the do we remember the name of the the, i don't remember but i I we've even talked about this before and if you have if you if you can't listen to people eat i'll look it up if you can't listen to people eat without wanting to like stab them in the head. Also, I just know I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. Okay, so Leah's not really into this Marvel nearly as much as Sarah and I are. But we finally got a Captain Marvel trailer this week. And what Woo! we were not expecting, but I guess we should have been, was that on Thursday, we finally got a real Doctor Who trailer. Yes, it took for I mean, really, that first one was more of like a little teaser. Yes. Just, ooh, yes. look, we actually are going to do something this right. fall. Okay, so Captain Marvel, thoughts, blockbuster, amazing. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I will say, like, it's this is the first thing I think I've ever watched in, like, a trailer that's, like, some sort of throwback that makes me feel old. Because yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, all these dumb little kids are going to be like, what's blockbuster? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Blockbuster was great. And the fact that it includes blockbuster video means that we're actually pre-1994 because that was when Blockbuster changed from Blockbuster Video to Blockbuster. Oh, see, now that I, I don't know. Right, so Being it, actually, born in it actually is somewhere between the years of 1990 and 1994. That makes sense, early 1990s. So it's in the early 90s. Yeah, well, I didn't really know much about Captain Marvel before going into this trailer, and so... Also, Jude Law's character is not named... Oh, he's not named. He is still, Marvel has refused to release the character's name. All I, the speculation has been that he is Marvel. 
But what if he's the villain? That's my assumption. I mean, my I think, assumption is he's the actual villain of this movie. Well, especially with the introduction of the idea that like she's gonna have some sort of I don't know if amnesia is the right word. It seems as such. But but she does not have her memories. What if Jude Law's character actually causes the Kree Skrull War? I don't know. I'm I mean, we're assuming that the Skrulls are the bad guys because Ben Mendelsohn is playing the lead Skrull. Because and yeah. Ben Mendelsohn That's what generally he does. plays villains. Insert Bloodline, oh, yeah. insert Rogue One comments here. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever watch Bloodline? No. Oh, but you I, guys would love Bloodline. That's one of my big things with my summer. No, it's not like Breaking Bad. That's the one about the cocaine family? No, no, no. There's, well, I mean, one of the family members is addicted to cocaine. He has a problem. He has a drug problem. But no, no, no. It's not about a cocaine family. It's about a family in the Florida the Keys. It's just family. a cocaine family. Well, I mean, having lived there for six summers, you're not entirely wrong. Anyway. Well, yeah, I would have um, thought you would like that. Mm. Anyway, um... Uh, sorry. Back to Captain Marvel. So yeah. it clearly looks like her powers are amazing. She looks so cool. really her, cool, fighty lady. And her powers look like the quantum realm. Don't even know what that is, but it looks great. From Ant Man and the Wasp. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, her powers look like they're the same power of. It looks like a power that's coming from the quantum realm. Okay. So here's my thing. My I'm theory. Pernis hot take. Sure to go wrong. Nine months out, is that that Captain Marvel is the power source. That whatever they're gonna do with time travel in. In, and and did you see did you see the Russo brothers Instagram? No, I don't follow. So them. on the Russo brothers Instagram okay. this week, third current events big thing all this week. Like, what are people ah! doing to my mind? They released a picture <laughs> of one of them on set, and all it said is "Look close, closely." I didn't look closely. What was there? Well, the the props stuff all spell out Endgame. Oh, oh, how very Doctor Strange. Well, no, I mean, I th that's the title of the movie. I don't know. And and speaking of, that's going to be the title of Avengers 4. I mean, as I oh. predicted on this podcast. Whatever. It's still very Doctor Strange. Just saying. Yes, because that's what he said. I know. Um. So anyway, but Captain Marvel, here's things. my theory. Captain Marvel, when they use time travel in Avengers 4... They'll go into the quantum realm because in the comics it's canonical that Captain Marvel can go in and out of the cap uh, of the quantum realm on her own power. Okay, that she's Unlike that powerful. Ant Man, Ant -Man needs something. Yeah, he got stuck. Right, Ant Man can get stuck. Captain Marvel can both go get Ant Man and then use the quantum. So in other words, they'll go rescue Scott. He'll say, "Oh, well, maybe I know how we can, you know, do blah 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 to and fix it all." Right. Yeah. Okay. Because clearly they're billing her as something more powerful than anything than we've, we've seen. encountered. Right. So that's why I think she's the power source. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically what I... And she's amazing. And it gives young girls an, something else to look up to. And it's I amazing. I feel like they're striving to create the Marvel like equivalent of Wonder Woman, essentially. I mean, when Wonder Woman came out, that was a... Yes. Kick butt... That's probably what I could have said earlier. A kick butt. A kick butt female? Yes. For what was I the mean, really fighty, cool, fighty female? Okay, Wonder Woman is another really cool, fighty, just hit stuff lady that goes around. Hit and she's stuff awesome. Lady. And little girls can look up to her. And you know, you want to, I mean, you know from experience, like your daughter would 100% be Wonder Woman. She doesn't care about her diplomatic abilities. She's being Wonder Woman this year for Halloween. Exactly. Although, and this is a good transition for us, because there's, there's not a ton more to cover in the Captain Marvel trailer. My daughter, I think, was... My daughter is six, by the way. My daughter was more excited about the female doctor... Well, that's he, like there. Have, she was about Captain Marvel. I get it. There have been female superheroes, even though Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel are both like on up there in terms of power, because usually the females are more like. Uh, no, no, uh. Captain Marvel's. She's she's like whoa, whoa. at the top. But anyway, all that being said, but we've never had a female Doctor. If you wanted to dress up as someone from Doctor Who and like stick with your like preferred gender or whatever, um, you had to be. You had to be a companion, right? Or. I don't know if Forever Song even counts as a companion, but you know you can be her. But it's still, you're not. You can't She's be the doctor. She's a really cool fighty. She doesn't fight. Female. 
She's just really cool. She's spunky. Doesn't River Song doesn't fight? She's spunky. River Song's the one with guns all the but time. But she doesn't punch people. What? Have you ever? You I and I have two very different memories of this character. Pew, pew. That was punching. I'm really tired. I'm Who in are a you, weird Laura place. Dern? In I'm Star Wars, pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Yeah. You know that Laura Dern did that every time she shot a blaster. I didn't know Laura Dern was in Star Wars. She didn't watch Star Wars. <sighs> That's the thing. Like, what are we can do when we go see Star Wars, and she doesn't know Star Wars. <sighs> well, fortunately, we don't have a Star Wars until December of 2019. It's too far. It's very far. Okay, actually, well, though, that that's all our current events for this week. So it was a big week in nerd pop culture this week. Oh, my goodness. I'm ready. Finally, I feel like we have things to look forward to again. <laughs> you know, March, first week of March, we get Captain Marvel. October, October we get. October 7th, we're getting the Doctor, of the course. The female Doctor. And, and oh, one, one, one point about the female Doctor. Yeah. And, and a, a, our, our former co-host mentioned this to Sarah and I. Yeah. In a, in a direct message, how important I think it was that in the trailer, mm-hmm. as part of this first trailer, when some random character says, who put you in charge to the female doctor, her entire set of companions, two of which are male, male and female, say, we did. We yeah. put her in charge. Very, very cool statement. Very... Very great nice. opening. It gives me a lot of I don't know. I'm I have high expectations. I'm ready. Well, listen, as I've said to both of you before, I loved Jodie Whittaker's performances in Broadchurch. I thought they Same. were just the first season of her performance in the first season of Broadchurch was spectacular. It was spectacular. The last two seasons, they didn't really use her. Well, particularly in the third season, she wasn't really she was underutilized. Yeah, but but the first season of Broadchurch, what in the world? Absolutely yeah. fantastic, fantastic. Also, just a great show. But I, the third season was sort of. I have a feeling that halfway through the third making the third season, Chibnall got distracted by the fact that he figured out he was going to make. He Doctor gets Who. to do Doctor Who. And, I get it, and I mean that's a distracting thing. It's an a, exciting moment. It's a distracting thing, though. Anyway, but our topic for today... Which has to brought Leah back break, to the mic. Bringing, it, bringing us back, and, and Leah has come back to her microphone, <laughs> uh, although she also finished her breakfast. What did, you, what did you have for breakfast today, Leah? Akashi chocolate chip chia crunchy seven grain bar with quinoa. W- wonderful. Really quinoa and, uh, and chia are both very high in fiber and very good for you. Well, they are good. D- there you in go. This bar specifically. There, if there you whoever have it, folks. made that That's bar wants to sponsor. Okay, us. Most every day. so Unless let me I give you muffins. some quick background. Unless I make muffins. <laughs> quick background on one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, uh, which proves my nerdiness to a whole different level. Um, they were debating. It's a Star Trek podcast, for those of you wondering. Uh, and they had just watched The Best of Both Worlds, which is the big season three cliffhanger of Next Generation uh, going into season four, with where, of course, and sorry for spoilers, but th- this happened in 1990, so I'm just going to... Honestly, I know so little. I'm wondering if it'll even spoil it. Go ahead. So, And uh, it's the episode where the Borg attack, and they kidnap Jean-Luc Picard, and they turn him into a Borg. You're right. That didn't ruin anything. Um, I, and, I, and, I don't know and what a and Borg so, is. And one of the hosts of that podcast made the comment that Best of Both Worlds Part 1 may in fact be the greatest episode of television of all time. I think that's a big, big, big stretch, and so we're not even going to debate that point. But that led to that podcast audience finding a list of the best TV shows of all time, one of those on Ranker, which you can actually, as a user, affect the ratings of the list itself. And then I, I have... I need to the be doing bo- some downvotes. Well, okay. And then Aaliyah followed that up with a list from The Ringer of the 100 best episodes of all time. Or, no, 100 best TV episodes of the century. Excuse me. Um, so is that only episode... Is that list only since 2000? 
that is what century means. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hence, that's why that list has like nothing like Seinfeld or no Mash friends. or or anything of that. Yeah. I follow now. That that helps in that list make a little bit more sense to me. Actually, I don't think I had caught that because I didn't even look at the I didn't look at the pros. If at you're the really confused by the weird breath noise you just heard, it's him cleaning his glasses, not him just weirdly breathing into. Oh the yeah, mic. sorry about that. I was cleaning my glasses. I just don't want to weird everyone out. My apologies. Uh, okay, so we're gonna do a little bit of comparison of these. Uh, so the one that I sent you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has literal Tom and Jerry episodes, Perna. Of of Parks and Rec? No, oh. Tom and Jerry, the cat and the mouse. <laughs> Those have no place <laughs> in any greatest episodes of TV list. I don't think I went any lower than 50 on that list. Uh, some highlights well, of that list at number 47 on Ranker, the marine biologist episode of Seinfeld, which I've referenced on the podcast before, which I think is my personal favorite of s- episode of Seinfeld because it's the one where George comes and he's like, gives that great monologue. The sea was angry that day, my friends. I found myself face to face with the great beast and I could see something was obstructing its blowhole. So I reached out in and I pulled out the obstruction. And he puts out the golf ball and Kramer goes, is that a Titleist? I don't know. Okay, no, clearly, I, clearly I I'm more this. amused by that than you two Definitely. are. But my other issue, okay, anybody who watches The Office would know that the convict is not anywhere near the best episode. Yeah. I mean, for pity's sake, like, Ridiculous. yeah. The dinner well, party, maybe stress relief. I was thrilled to see that best of both worlds of Star Trek The Next Generation is number 29 on this list. So that made me very happy. Uh, we have our first Breaking Bad entry in the top 50 at mm. 28 with Dead Freight. Uh, let's see some other highlights. Wait, no, here. number literally on your list, number one is a Breaking Bad episode. What, no, no, no. I, I meant I'm going. I'm going down from fifty. I'm starting at fifty and working my way oh, down. Oh, we're going. You're you're, back. you're giving away the end, Sarah. Number twenty-one. I'm sorry, guys. See, and I don't think this though too. Number twenty-one was Little Sebastian. Ba, ba, come on, Little sing Sebastian. it, Sarah. Uh, uh, come on, everybody. Miss you in the satisfaction. Yeah, come on. There we go. Little little Sebastian for your Friday morning. Um, Welcome, guys. I think that that I don't know that that's the best. Is that the best Parks and Rec episode? I think it's maybe not so much like the. It's like the best standalone. Like maybe you could watch it. Really? No, I'm not saying I I agree with that. But like I think their idea is not so much great Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec episodes. And that I, mean, I, I think are Sebastian, better than I think that. There are better ones. Yeah, I like that episode very much, and I yeah. haven't finished it yet. We're on like season five or something, but I, I feel like there have been better episodes than that. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, maybe even like I mean, I love Ben and Leslie. Yeah. I love like the episode Anything where everybody has the flu. That's yes, a great I love one. that episode. And the Harvest Festival also. Oh really yeah, yeah, both one. of those. Yeah, yeah, and those absolutely. Are, like, right there next well, the to flu, each other. the Chris Traeger stuff in the yeah, flu episode. It's just amazing. I am literally dying. And then you haven't Stop gotten there yet, but the season pooping. six finale. I love the season six. I don't finale. think. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. We're not no, there if yet. If you're in season five, then no. Yeah. I think we're in season five. Let me tell you. Uh, well, you guys. <laughs> um, number seventeen on this list is 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 the highest ranked original series Star Trek episode with the trouble with Tribbles. That episode is like the most overrated episode of the original series of Star Trek ever. Um, Lost, I will say, the pilot episode of Lost being as high as 16, I think is too high. Yeah, and I, think, I love Lost. I think, I think that... But I the, think there are better episodes. Well, okay. Here's the thing, and, and, and you and I are very much on the same page with Lost. Like, the constant is yeah, just mind-bendingly nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I, I remember just seeing that in his diary, if I get lost, Daniel Faraday will be my constant. Mm-hmm. I was like... What? Or no, Desmond Hume will be my constant. And I was like, um, so that like, I, you know, the constant and the variable, I, I here's that my thing with the constant, the constant to me is an incomplete equation. Like the, the constant to me is a two part episode that happened entire, an entire season apart because the constant without the variable 
like it's it's an incomplete picture. It's which is why like best of both worlds being on here, like you can't call like best of both worlds part one the best episode of all time without the second part, which is weaker. Like it's a weaker episode. Also, I don't want to say too much because just in case Sarah and Jamie ever decide to watch any to more keep Lost. going. But well, the season. True. I don't understand why the season three finale through the Looking Glass yeah, is not on the, more lists. Also, probably yes. I mean, I. I think I would rate that higher than the pilot. Yeah. But it's interesting when I've heard here's here's what I would say about that. When I've heard nerdy nerdy people though talk about Lost, they really get turned off by episodes a lot after season 3. Like there th- so many of my friends that loved the first 3 seasons of Lost really disliked the last 3 seasons of Lost so very badly. And and the constant and the variable are in season four and five. And I, I I do think, though, that in that whole thing, the season three finale gets lost. I mean, it, <laughs> but I think I think the not Penny's boat. I mean, that might be to for me the most iconic image in television history. I mean, it. Seeing his hand. Don't spoil it for Sarah. I, I don't know whose hand we're talking yeah, about. That's why I didn't say character. Or, yeah, I know, but still. Okay, but still. well, I won't. I won't spoil but it. Yes, it is incredible. What I was gonna say is though, when I've heard writers talk about the lo- about Lost, though, most of them reference the pilot as the best written episode. Hmm. That as a construct, that the pilot ends up, um, sort of being higher. Um, on this list again, and this is the ranker list, I, I, which I do think is a little bit more nerd centric than the yeah. other list for yeah. sure. We finally get a, a Doctor Who in the top ten. Okay, you're skipping the fact that there are like five Game of Thrones episodes. I know there are, there are a ton of Game of Thrones episodes like, on I think this list. There might be too many. I think it kind of indicates who was Correct. voting on this list. Correct. Because don't get me wrong, I love Game of Thrones, and these are, some of these are good episodes. You've never watched Game of Thrones. I love the books and I know as a result, like I know enough about the show. Like I kind of keep up with it. I can't watch it. There's too much dying, but like I keep up with it. I know what people say and all that stuff, but like you, mm, this is supposed to be the best pick one or two. Well, stop, stop. You can't say that like five of them. We finally get a doctor who, uh, episode at episode 10 with, of course, blink, blink, of course, the most highly rated Doctor Who of all time. Although, the girl in the fireplace is on this list somewhere. Is it really? And if that's the second highest Doctor Who episode, no way. I mean, I like it. And I, I've noticed like that has so, sort of... I don't really care for that episode. It has like a cult following. People are obsessed with Madame de Pompadour. Because like, okay, so I love like looking at like nerdy t-shirts that are whatever. The girl in the fireplace like t-shirts and stuff are super popular because the way they like pop up on these daily t-shirt things is you have to vote for them there's almost like a cult following to that episode people are a little obsessed with like that's very interesting to me because i i like i was surprised it's not my favorite i was surprised that they brought that concept back yeah exactly i mean although the only thing i will say about that we have gone through a whole bunch of phases in pop culture where steampunk becomes very popular. I think that's kind of it. People who like steampunk love the idea. Yeah, I can see that. Because steampunk really is a sort of revolving door that, like, I think we're out of steampunk and then something else steampunk hits and but we're back. All that being said, Not I think... Not a big fan the- of steampunk. What is that? Okay, so, like, um, modernizing... Modernizing... Um and making Victorian. making like Victorian steam operated machinery into something modern. For example, like and and then like sort of historifying that it's kind weird. of sci-fi. For example, Wild Wild West, the Will Smith movie, is considered a steampunk western. Okay, you know when you see people wearing things that are like the lacy kind of you think of Victorian era stuff, but there's like a gear in the middle of it. No, yeah, you never that, seen that. That would be very That's steampunk. steampunk. Okay. Like um the. The um the the movie with Sean Connery where he's playing Alan Quartermain, I don't know. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That movie would be considered steampunk. 
Because they've got all this technology, but it's 1880. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I actually have seen um, that movie. Yeah. yeah, the thing about this ranker list is uh, this is compiled by a very specific type of person whom I can envision clearly well, that's what I was in say. my mind's eye. I think people that... Are you picturing like me or like... Nope. I think people that like a lot of Game of Thrones also like the Madame de Pompadour episode. I think there's a, like there's kind of a similarity in the like aesthetic of them. Also like South Park and yeah, I don't like South Park. I was saying there's too many like things like South Park and really the Simpsons like any on here. Adult cartoons. Mm. Yeah, they they don't do not, it. For not me. your vibe. Not my vibe. I know that's people interesting. are really into like. That's Rick interesting. And Morty has right has now? that like not become a, a thing that's like not of your generation? Or? No, Jamie. There's plenty of people. Jamie like likes like he doesn't watch it because he knows I really, really don't like it. But what, I think what he, Rick and Morty or something else. Any of those? Oh, like any the of them. The Simpsons, yeah, like South Park, and Jordan, and we'll love them. Like, that Family humor. Guy or uh-huh, Bob's yeah, Burgers sure. or Rick and Morty. Yeah, and I, I'm just not into. I find it, it huh, very fascinating. I literally, I actually find it off-putting. Yeah. Like, it puts me in a bad I mean, I know mood. that there is, like, an audience, though, out there that really loves stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, there mean, is. I mean, like, Rick and Morty has a huge, yeah, as does Futurama. Like with that. Futurama has a huge following. Yeah, um, but that's... And even people, like, you wouldn't expect, like, things like Bob's Burgers and yeah. Um, oh, yeah. BoJack Horseman. And, uh, and I just can't, yeah. like... Huh, mm-hmm. Fascinating. Well, on this list, the top three, Reigns of Castamere, Game of Thrones. Not surprised. Not that, surprising. That Certainly one of the highly, most highly rated Game of Thrones episodes. To Serve Man, this, uh, a Twilight Zone episode, it, um, this is not what I would personally rate as even the best Twilight Zone episode. Um, I think the one where the kid gets stuck in the wall in the parallel dimension, I, I think is... It's terrible. Anyway, I, this is not what I would put as the top-rated Twilight Zone episode. And, of course, on this list, and the reason I, of course, wanted to share this list, is that the greatest episode of television of all time is clearly Ozymandias. No, no, no. <laughs> Ozymandias no. is without question. It, oh, question. <laughs> question. <laughs> Why are there no Sherlock episodes on here? I feel there like there are lots of shows that are not on this list that should be. Okay. They should be. Uh, w- g- give me an example of something that's missing from this list that should be on this or list. Or Leftovers, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things is snubbed on both lists. Yeah, Aren't people I agree. obsessed but if with you This had Is to, Us? Okay, that's yeah. an interesting. That's an interesting. Well, the This Is Us for me That doesn't count. I don't I mean, it's fine. No, that that anxiety episode in the first season. Okay, that was a good one. Th- that episode, I think. Like that, I don't watch This Is Us. How he didn't win an Emmy for that is beyond me. Yeah, that's because uh, yeah. uh, he did then win an Emmy for what I thought was a weaker episode which, in the next episode? season. I forget which one they nominated, but I, he didn't have a performance that next season that was nearly as strong as that. That yeah. anxiety episode was was way too close to home for me. I it was that was crazy. But okay, go back to Stranger Things though. Yeah, the thing I love about Stranger Things is the overall arc of the storytelling and the character development. Could you actually pick out one single episode though? That's true. It's more of a complete. Yeah, yeah. it's like a complete novel. Yeah, that's like I, I feel like when people ask, I think me, Handmaid's Tale might also function that way a little I, bit. I don't think so though. I okay. I think they're. I mean. If you had to it pick definitely an is, but I think there are episodes that you watch that you like. I literally would finish and just be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I think. I think you could pick out, but Stranger Things, maybe not. I don't know if I could pick out a like a best episode because I love them. Okay, so here's all. the thing about it's I- like when people ask me what my favorite Harry Potter book is. I'm like, I don't think of them as separate entities. Oh, fascinating. You know what I mean? Like, I think of them really as just kind of chapters you know in a, what I in, mean? A, in a story yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right 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 like it's all just one big story and i guess that's where i guess that's where for me like stranger things falls yeah um uh well and honestly so many of my favorite doctor who episodes fall into that category that's too my my favorite seasons i would say are ones where there's right. one big story arc right so you're a season six fan oh, you'd have to say that. i'm Impossible not a astronaut 
Ooh, yeah, I do. I do love that. <laughs> yes. I'm a big season nine fan because. But also, I don't know when this. You se- have to reference doctors and companions. I'm Capaldi, not good. Capaldi, Capaldi, oh, Clara. Oh, of course, of course. I <laughs> what what do you think I would be my favorite that. season of Doctor Who? Know. Sorry, I'm go tired. ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't know when either of these lists were created, like Handmaid's Tale. Well, the ranker new. thing is just active. Oh, yeah. That's just an active rating system. Yeah. yeah, but see the kind of person that made this list, I don't think would be into The Handmaid's Tale. These people obviously just don't watch enough TV. That's interesting considering that there are so many dramas on here, though. Yeah. I mean... Not many but female it's different. Um, anyway, just to, to go on, to move to move, before we move on to the next list, I think the thing for me of Ozymandias was that for me... It was great storytelling, and I mean, it was sort of five years of payoff in a way. But, and so Vince Gillum's writing in that episode is great, especially the references to uh, obviously the character of Ozymandias and the the visual image and the cinematography of Walter falling to the ground as the Ozymandias statue falls to the ground. I mean, absolutely bonkers crazy cinematography. I mean, unbelievable. But... Brian Cranston's performance in that episode, I think, is the greatest acting performance in the history of television for a single episode of TV. Okay. I mean, I'll give you that it's the best episode of Breaking Bad. But it it is, without much. question, in my mind, the best episode of Breaking Bad. But, um, anyway. Listen, Breaking Bad is annoying. A TV show about all horrible people? Not even just that, but, like, yeah. I mean, they all suck. But then also, like, all of the female characters are just written as, like, minor annoyances yeah, in I, the, the, the men's female, lives. The female writing in that show is not strong. Yeah, I, so I how can it be the... I completely agree with that. that that's, a very, that's a very valid argument against it. I'll, I'll totally... And so I think that's a, probably a large part of why I could never... I'll totally take that into consideration. Get into that. Uh, that that's, a, that's a good... Uh, that's a totally good... That's a totally good rationale. On the other list, the top 20 starts with a Black Mirror episode. Black um, Mirror is nuts. Yeah, I've never watched although it. Although that episode did get me, but I don't there's some It's very other. aggressive is what I would call Black Mirror. Um, yeah, you shouldn't watch there's it. There's a Friday Night Lights won't. episode on here. One of the things I appreciate though about this Ringer list that I find very both confusing and uh, that I appreciate because it's like it has all these reality TV show things yeah. and also yeah, like that's weird and also talk show things for example and I think this is one of my problems with this list again this ringer list is from 2000 onward and at number 41 it has John Stewart's opening monologue on 9/11 and I don't think you can rank an episode of the OC next to that higher than that that's I mean, a, and, and, and meaning the top 10 starts with an episode of the OC and I never watched that show. I, I understand either. the basic premise of it, but John Stewart's opening monologue on nine 11 is an important moment in American society and, and, and it was on television. Yeah. I mean, so how do you compare? Right. That? I mean, sort of reflective that if you were going back and including things like this, if you were going back further, like Whitney Houston's Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl twenty five, like would also be you know, that wasn't an episode of television, but that was a moment that that deserves sort of that kind of attention, as would like the Apollo moon landing, you know. And so this list is sort of strange. Like for example, at number seventeen, this list has Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah Winfrey's couch. <laughs> Like it's an interesting moment in TV history. I don't know if it ranks as one of the best. Right, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, is that the highest rated Office episode, Dinner Party? Uh, that's great. a pretty great yeah, episode. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying, is that the highest one? I think, I think it is. I think so. And, and I'm fine with but that. then at number fourteen, the premiere of Jersey Shore. Yeah, I don't understand. Why I mean, what? Unless they're saying that was such a like. Like that's the, what I, I think some of these are like more the effect they more have on revolutionary, society. yeah. Than like oh, saying sort of yeah, their saying, overall impact. Almost yeah, maybe a, calling see. this list like the best episodes is not. 
Yeah, because like their like, reasoning in here is how did this episode influence the future of TV? Yeah, because like they have a Survivor episode, like the first episode of Survivor, the first first season finale of Survivor, because that Survivor was basically like the first reality TV show. So like that obviously had a huge impact. Right. So I know? guess it's not sure. like I'm not saying that's how I would. I almost feel like this this list needs to be separated into like. It's like I like that it's so broad things. because it. It's yeah, just so it many does things, but give it you much like, more of a perspective. How do you compare some of these right. You almost yeah. need to just think of it not as a ranking, but just literally, these are 100 best. Don't take the numbers to mean well, anything. Because, and I guess, see, what I look for so much in these kind of things, like in the other list, is I'm looking for writing and acting performances. And then like cinematography is a third thing. Like I'm more looking at made shows. Not that honestly in these reality shows there's not writing because by the way there is. There's a ton of writing that goes into those shows. It's not just reality. <laughs> it's not reality just doesn't happen. Yeah, no. There's a ton of writing that goes into those shows. But I'm talking about character driven stuff. I, think I, I need guess. plot. I feel like y'all should both be really excited about the number one episode on this list, even though it means nothing to me. Oh, we are. Well, we are. Uh, there's that's a, the, reason the highest that's the whole rated. Reason I sent this list. The highest rated West Wing is on here at twelve. Two cathedrals. I don't know that that's my favorite episode of West Wing ever. I think Shibboleth is probably a better episode than that, but as is the pilot, possibly. Um, although West Wing, in general, given where we are in contemporary society, feels very dated to me. Um, there's a Grey's episode, which my wife said was in fact a very good episode. There's a Law and Order SVU episode on there. There is, there is an the, SVU episode. We agreed on here. that as far as like big it, moments, it's a, t- it's a it's a it's a it's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ozymandias does crack this list at number ten. I'll allow it. Does crack the list at number ten. Uh, the pilot of the OC being number nine. I just. Very strange. That's weird. How me. is that number nine? And the like one I, Sherlock episode is number ninety nine. And I will say the so the Sherlock episode on this list is the Reichenbach fall. Which that's a great I do think that's the best Sherlock oh episode that they did. I think Andrew Reichenbach Scott. Fall is probably number one. Whereas yeah. Sherlock episodes go. I, I mean it's not like my favorite is actually um like the the woman. Yeah. I can't remember a study one. in pink. That's am, my I, I, favorite. Wait, no, a study in pink is the Not a study in pink. I uh, am locked. I am that's Sherlock. Not the, that's not the name of the episode. I can't think of the name of the episode, but the one with the woman, yeah, I am Sherlock, uh-huh, all that. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. The Irene Adler. Irene Adler. Episode, mm-hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great I can say that like objectively, the Reichenbach fall is like yeah. the but I best. also loved the last like season with his sister. With his, oh, that was all kind of my... Like, did you really? I loved it. Although I did not like the way they ended it. Yeah, I didn't like the finale. Like, with just her like, being I just, just like, wanted a brother. Yeah, because like I, I liked, but when they were just building it up as to like she's a psycho, like yeah, the, but this really smart, powerful. I, like, but that I, was I guess my problem with the with the finale. Well, I actually love the episode where we really get introduced to the Thought Palace with the you with would the, with the mogul <laughs> with the billionaire. Yeah, I know you would. I yeah. mean, okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's very that's a very you episode. I I not like, sorry that came out sounding more derogatory than I meant it. That's just a very like I, I should have I should have guessed that like that would be like your you would like a Clara episode the best. I'm saying neither of those are meant to be derogatory. That's both just like I should have just already have known and just been like, of course those are his favorite episodes. Um, there's an episode of The Sopranos on here. I never watched The Sopranos. I have to admit, there's an episode Same. of Survivor in here. I, I, I will say. I have heard in, in I never watched The Wire, but apparently it is great. Yeah, I've never either. Um, it's and, supposed to be and, one of the best. And I've heard that this particular episode of The Wire, Middle Ground, is what they have at six. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle's show was way too short, and he's a genius. Um, There's actually an episode from The Good True Place. True Detective. On here. That's interesting because I never watched that either. Of course, The Reigns of Castamere comes in at three of on course. this list as well. Very g- sort of ironic. There's a Gilmore Girls episode uh, too. There's a ma- the uh, a Mad Men episode is at number two. I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I tried to start Mad Men, and I understand it's got a huge following and people adored it and whatever. But I started. We tried. And I got through the first episode, and I went, this is a soap opera. 
I can't stand soap operas. You wouldn't like Downton Abbey then. No, I tried that too. I figured. I tried that <laughs> too. And I got like, and my wife was like, oh, I could watch this, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I li- I was like, this is a soap opera. I can't watch this. It is a soap I opera. I cannot watch this. It I is. Like Downton Abbey. <laughs> I, 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 nope. I, I was made out. it to season three. Then they killed all of the characters I actually liked and everybody left was kind of a bad person and I couldn't do it anymore. And then, of course, number one on this ringer list, in fact, the constant mm. of Lost, uh, which is very interesting to me because so often when you hear Lost talked about, the number one episode ends up being um, the pilot. Uh, and, I mean, it does give me sort of faith that there are people out there that, that understand great TV. <laughs> That's <laughs> you nice. do. <laughs> um, I... Also, I'm pretty sure this list had an episode from The Leftovers, which I... Yes, it it it, it, it does. Which I was very... I was pleased with. Yeah. I, it is sort of surprising at this point, though, that both of those exi- those lists are out there without an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, or an episode of Luther. I don't know. You guys have probably Ooh, not watched I Luther. love Luther. Luther was fine. I told her to watch. She wasn't as into it's, it as I was. also I quite aggressive. I have a real problem with j- aggressive male characters. Uh, I can't do it. Uh-huh. He, well, he's, he's aggressive. Not that, well, yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Wait, uh, have you ever watched uh, Jessica Jones? No. Because that's an aggressive female character, and I'm interested to see what your take would be and, on that. And Jessica Jones, I, I, I never finished the second season. I just, I was so bored. I've never managed to go back and finish the first season just because no, that I, messed see, me up emotionally. First, the first season I thought was great. But oh, the I love it. The second season was just boring. As but it messed out. with my head, and so I, mean, I had it to. Was like, it was like break. first four episodes of Iron Fist boring. I haven't watched that yet. I have a friend who loves Iron Fist. It has though. a cult following. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but Michael will appreciate this when he hears this. You know what I sort of w- I don't think gets the credit it deserves and needs to be on this list is the season one finale of the reboot of Voltron. I have no idea what that is. Speaking I only know Michael, though, I want to give him a shout out. Um because Sarah and I quoted him last night when we, did. we were trying to inspire ourselves to write, to write this paper. We what, did. He, what he told <laughs> us that he had to tell himself was for singing Steam Train um, every I, night in, the, in Songs for a New World. world. I am as beautiful, beautiful as I ever be, and you can dance. <laughs> yeah, we just sat there and we were like, you can write i am as beautiful as i'm ever gonna be and i can write <laughs> there you have it okay well so thank you michael very Thanks. good we thought of you fondly there, yeah. there we have it all right very good uh what you have for breakfast today oh i made these like they're technically they're called weight watcher muffins it's basically like you take cake mix and you add a, a can of pumpkin and you and some water and you cook them and um i've been eating those all week did you spill them all over the bottom of the oven no none got in the oven i didn't have to whack them out like hockey pucks Very good. wait did she i don't think she actually knows that story yes, I do. oh i told you it yes yes but um yes Very that good. is what i had for breakfast uh takeaways for today i think that there are recent episodes of television that should be on this I agree. list I feel I've watched a lot of good television recently. Also, Big Little Lies should be on there. Have you ever watched? I've it? heard some good things. You about need to watch that. Big Little Lies. It. Um, I'm surprised there there's nothing of hands made handmaids on this at all. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale should definitely be on there. Um, I, I finished Castle Rock. It wasn't like it was fine. It wasn't as good yeah. as I wanted it to be. Yeah. But episode seven, crazy, was one of the most beautiful mm. like episodes of television. It made me cry. Um, I'm surprised there's no This Is Us on these lists at this point. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I mean, I am too, but I'm fine with that. Parenthood? There should be... I just realized... My wife watched all Parenthood. She loved Parenthood. Parenthood is great. Parenthood's great. Friends. Okay, there should be... You're going to throw Friends in this room. There's a SpongeBob episode on this list. Just going to say it again, that Friends ruined intellectualism in America. That is a stupid... That is something someone would say who is ignorant of the show and has not ever watched it. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sarah and I have issues about friends. We do. I. Yeah. yeah. Um, Strong feelings, uh, but also sharp objects was really good. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a TV show. I just feel like sharp objects. Love right. Em. Love them. Love sharp objects. Who doesn't? Um. Yeah, that's all. Okay, that's coming very good. Right Takeaways. Oh yes. Okay. If you are ever going to do some sort of project or paper that requires critical thinking, and you can go ahead and predict that you're going to be working on it into the late night, go ahead and map out your critical thoughts, your analysis, your <laughs> synthesis before it's midnight. Like, do it first, so that then at midnight you can just look back at earlier you and be like, "Thanks, glad you went ahead and mapped this out for me." Just a tip. That's that's my new insight. Okay. My takeaway for today is that we're about to hit a busy time of year. September, as I like to refer to it, is a very slippery slope that starts very positive and ends very busy. And uh, we are about to hit a very slippery slope on building anxiety and decreasing inspiration. And I want to inspire you that... In moments where you are extremely busy, take moments like we just did this last hour and talk about things that are ridiculous and escapist and important because they're not your work. Because if you don't, you will drive yourself bonkers. Yep. So that's why we did this today. Because we're in the midst of our two busy weeks of data collection, our two heftiest weeks, and we needed a moment. So here we've had our moment. Thank you for indulging us. We promise we'll talk about singing pedagogy again next week. Yeah. October the 19th will be our Doctor Who episode. That's when it will air. Should I come? It's, we're recording it on the 12th. When's that? The yeah. Friday after fall break. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll just skip that. Um, so we need another Whovian to record with us if Leah's actually not going to show up. What about, is, is Audrey still into it? I don't know. Cause I know a lot of people have kind of like just stopped after with, I don't know. I don't think they ever watched Bill. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to find someone. We may have to figure that out. Uh, wait, what about your wife? We've literally never had her on the show. She not into that? That's cool. I don't cool. know that she would participate. She might be interested, though, in more interested in hearing Leah's take on watching the pilot of Doctor Who <laughs> with the new Doctor. Anyway, all right, that's it, everybody. Peace out. Have a good week.